here we go. I'm, I'm playing a lot of Mario these days. Mario! <laughs> I, number one! I can't I, do a very good Mario. I, what, it, what have you been playing? I've been playing um, Super Mario's Universe. It's as if Super Mario Bros. 3 that we played growing up mm-hmm. married modernness. It's very good. I'm very into it. It's exactly like the Mario that you played as a kid, except now it's a grown-up. Now you're oh. a grown-up. Okay. It's um, good. Because I keep, I keep seeing your little thing come up that you're playing that. And then there's me who's playing like the gory slasher Friday the 13th, where you literally <laughs> have, you're either a counselor or you're Jason and you're running around trying to kill everybody. Shut up. That's really funny. Like, <laughs> it's like Fortnite where you're like playing with a bunch of people online. Oh my gosh. That's a really good idea. Oh, it's honestly, you should get it. It's not that expensive. Uh, Me, Grace, Michael play it every night together. And you talk to people on like your headsets. And we've made little friends. Like we have friends who live out in Jersey who like we're going to go meet. Like once this is all over and like we might go to Camp Crystal Lake to like, because it's an actual (laughs) camp. Like there's a camp that where they, I mean, where they filmed it. Right. Filmed the Friday the 13th movies. And so we might go there and take a tour and get like the lake water. Isn't that funny? That's really funny. Sorry. I forgot to tell you what happened in my life today. Oh, what happened? And we can cut this out if it's inappropriate. Oh. I don't think it is. When I, I take butters to off-leash every morning in Prospect Park. And so we're walking this morning. And then about four cops are walking towards me in the park. And I was like, oh, are we not supposed to be in here today? And he's like, no, it's all it's all good. Go ahead in. I'm like, okay. And I go in and there's a dead body covered in a sheet in the middle of the park and about 500 cop cars all around it and all these cops and they're just letting off leash happen. And I'm staring at this dead body because the murder in in me is like losing her mind. And Dave's like, we should maybe walk away from the dead body. I'm like, or hear me out. Or we stand here for four hours. Dave's like, you're out of your mind. Please, can we walk away? But I saw a body in the middle park (gasps) and like. It was a guy who had apparently like they found him on a blanket with his bike and books. Apparently, he like had a heart attack, but it was that was eight a.m. I saw that. Oh, have you ever seen a dead no. body before? <gasps> besides, mean, besides like, like funeral, a funeral, like, right? Yeah, but oh no. my god! I know my murderino <laughs> instincts went bananas at eight a.m. and I can't believe I didn't immediately word vomit that to you. It's amazing! Oh, wow. But you you bringing up Friday the Thirteenth reminded me of that because people die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's a loose it's a loose connection but I, it got there. Yeah, oh my god, that's that is I feel like you might be a true New Yorker now. I know. It only took like 8 years but I think I'm I think I'm here. You saw a dead body. I did. I saw a dead body. At least I didn't find it in a suitcase like those TikTok kids. Oof. Oh my god, the Randonaut kids. Oh. Like mm. I I like That's I downloaded not it. I downloaded no. that app and I was like I like manifested like career or something yeah. and it took me into the hudson it was like it was like, like oh no I'm career like, no. for you bitch get in the water <laughs> yeah I'd be like is that where the plane landed like where they all got off like am i supposed to find something there <laughs> but it was like yeah go into the hudson go like, no. jump in rent a kayak because yeah, i was like if they show me something the on the upper west side i'm going like, yeah fair if, sure like that would be fun that would be a fun little called? day it's called it's called Rando Knot, and that's Rando how those knot. kids found, like found that the dead, dead body. body. Well, because the they like the literally the Rando Knotting app brought them to that beach Duh. where they found the dead huh? body. Duh. Oh god! It's like it's like geocaching, but you know where you murder, but, but not even you like. I know. It's it's you're supposed to like manifest something like, and, and you're supposed to like, you think about sign. it and send you like sends you things like where to go to like. What if I put in money and it just sent me to an ATM? That, now that would be funny. Yeah. Like, that's that the kind of app I would make. I'd make like a, a satire of Rando Knot and they'd be like, I want money. Okay. I want, I want to go to an ATM. I want a career. Okay. You're going to a job center. Like I would just be you're right. a jerk about it. I want death. Go to a cemetery. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred million percent. Yes. <laughs> or like a funeral home or I like. Would, like children. Go to a park. <laughs> it's yeah. just awful. Go to a park. It's awful. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. But. Oh, wow. Hi, this is Dear Me Love You oh Podcast. Oh, my God. Clearly, we haven't talked in a little while. Hi, y'all. At least you know how our conversations go when you're not here. This is correct. this is it. But she is correct. This is the Dear Me Love Me Podcast. This is a podcast where we write letters of advice and tidbits to our past selves. I'm T. Boyish. And I'm Brooke Upholzer. And I just wanted to add really quick, like other things we talk about when we're not there uh-huh. is um, I got this app 
I mean, and T knows about this oh my app because I've been texting her back and forth. Um, I got this app, and it's kind of like Facetune, where you can make yourself prettier. Except for there's a a thing that you can morph people, so you can morph you with like a celebrity, or you mm-hmm. can morph two people that you know. So I was mm-hmm. doing me and Michael, and then so I had T send me a pictures of her and Dave, so I could see what their child love child would look like, Ew. and then. I did mine and T's love child, and she is chef kiss beautiful. Oh, yeah. Our first she's, one. Our first but then child. Our, our second, second one child is like, is like she's like she's, she's not even she's not even that like she's beautiful, but I feel like if I was that little sister with that I'd big sister, so I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. That's like Barbie like, and Kelly. Yeah. That is we're gonna post it for this episode. Yeah. It's too good not to. Yeah. Yeah, and it's then really I'll good. about the things we're talking about. We're also going to post this. Yeah, the the one that's of the two of us because she is banging. She is she's banging. She is terrifyingly beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I think maybe we should have babies. Is what I'm. Let's just yeah, do it. I I would be all up for donating my egg and having them somehow just split it, yeah. our DMs and then like ju- just populate ourselves. We don't Absolutely. need to Absolutely, it's gonna be great. Well, but, you know, this this episode's not about Facetune. It is no, about it's not uh, about dead bodies. It's not about Facetune. <laughs> this episode is about uh what I did, wish I knew before I went traveled like internationally, traveled across and, the water, traveled far oh my, off places. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So um do we want to chat a little bit about where we've been before we read our letters or should we sure. Okay, sure. Go for it. Where have you been? For- I've been to Scotland and that's it. Nice. I've um, been to Scotland, but I've always wanted to. I, go. I mean, I lived a mile away from Canada, so you cannot say Canada is international. Right. Like, you have, like you, the equivalent okay. of counting the time that everyone's parents took them to a Mexican resort when they were in fourth grade, and you got inappropriate cornrows. That doesn't count as traveling internationally for that's everybody. Correct. If you didn't leave the resort, it doesn't count. <laughs> so um, we went to Scotland. So we did. We got there, and we did two days in Glasgow, two days in the Isle of Skye in Portree, and then we did two days in Edinburgh. Nice. So it was a pretty banging trip. That's amazing. Where have you been? So growing up, I didn't go anywhere, and then Me. as I got older, it was really important to me to go traveling. So in, obviously, my husband is Australian, so I've been to Australia a bunch of times, which is just like a cooler America. Right. It's like it's like America's big brother that's so much cooler than you and they don't yeah. let you hang out together. That's what <laughs> Australia is. Um which so Australia is amazing, but then I've also been I went to Ireland with my mom for about 10 days mm. and we drove all around all of Ireland. It was unbelievable. And then Dave and I last year did a four and a half week-ish trip in that's, Europe. That was insane. Yeah, we did Paris, Nice, and like the French Riviera, Italian Riviera, like Cesare Levanti. Cinque Terre, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then we did, our friends got married in Kefalona, Greece. Whoa. And then we went to Munich. And then we went to Austria. And then we went a couple other places in like Germany and Austria. And then we went home. So I went what from a having no traveling. I know, well-rounded travel. It was like, amazing. I mean, I did everything from like party wow. in Greece to being at a nudist spa in the Swiss Alps with Dave. Yeah, that's amazing. Which I will tell that story as we get into it, but like straight up a nudist spa. That's awesome. It was the that. most fun trip of my life. I love that. And so you need uh, to go on a very nice long trip. Like I know. This whole thing in quarantine has felt like a long ass trip to, to my hell. living room. To hell. <laughs> yeah. This is a yeah. trip to hell. Uh-huh. I was expecting at least another 60 years before I had to take this fucking trip. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. All right. Let's so we're going to start with your letter. Okay. Um, and I'm excited. All right. I just literally said the whole opening, but go ahead. Oh, you're doing great today. <laughs> Dear me, you never studied abroad or did a Europe trip with your family. The furthest thing you've got, furthest place you've gone is a Mexico resort for a family trip and Hawaii for a choir trip. Whoa, cool choir trip. Hawaii? I know. It was, it was amazing. But I was also like really nerdy in high school. And what was I going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing but do a luau. Yeah, exactly. Put some coconuts on. Go to Pearl Harbor. That's it. Yeah. Neither challenged you or excited you the way your four-week-long trip to Europe will. You'll hit France, Italy, Greece, Germany, and Austria. It's about to be the trip of a lifetime. Buckle up. Buckle up. All right. Ready? 
Yeah, um, what's the what's the the thing where the I'm trying to think of the um, uh, there are two exits or the the plane is equipped with six exits two in the front two in the side and two in the rear fold down <laughs> on your mask and make, in case make of sure an, you, uh, an oxygen mask will drop from below please put the mask on yourself before assisting others that's such a good uh parallel to life yes put your own mask don't on help anybody others. I always like oh, we I took two different I took, I took don't help anybody from that. <laughs> See, I remember when I was a All kid for you and I heard, I heard that like thing, like when it says, make sure you help yourself before you help something else. And I was like, what the fuck? You wouldn't put my mask on first, mom? I remember thinking that too. And, but then I, rem- I thought, I was like, oh, well, she can't help herself if she put my, her mask on and then passed out. And I'm too young to realize I need to put it on her. So that now, now makes sense. Now it makes sense. It's a parallel for life. Take care of yourself. Yes. First and foremost. Number one, learn at least hello, goodbye, excuse me, thank you in the language of wherever you go. It's polite to try and speak their language as much as you are able. It's bullshit that we expect everyone to speak English. Yes. So I made a point. Actually, I learned. I learned all those things. And then because I'm insane, I also learned your dog is really cute. (laughs) And, and I would like go on Google Translate as we were on the train to our next place and I would be teaching myself the phrases of mm-hmm. wherever we went next. And before we went, I had picked up a couple of things. Yeah. I spoke German in high school, so that I didn't really need to brush up on. I knew enough Italian to kind of get through it, but like, f- I don't know French shit. Yeah. So at least if you, I found traveling internationally, yes, most people do speak English in tourist spots. They mm-hmm. massively appreciate when you make an effort. You're going to butcher it. Make an effort. You're going to butcher it. Don't yeah. worry about it. And try and, you know, don't just point at the menu. Try and pronounce it. They'll laugh at you, but they'll cl- correct you and you learn a lot. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget when I was in Germany, I went to go order a crepe and I was ordering it in German. And the man said to me in German, where are you from? I said, New York. So we started talking in New York back and forth in German. And he started correcting my German in a really nice way where I was pointing to things that I didn't know how to say. Mm-hmm. And he was helping break them down for me. So it, they really do like it. Just it's common yeah. sense to try. Right. Uh, I went, I mean, clearly we went to Scotland where they speak English. And um, so that wasn't hard on that front to like, I, you know, we speak the same language. It's just different. But to hear different accents and the mm-hmm. way things are said there, like they're different, like phrases, different oh, yeah. whatever. And then how interested they are in you. Like, because, oh my gosh. like especially when you're in small little like towns, mm-hmm. not, like big bustling cities, they're like, they don't get many tourists or when they do, it's like they're from all over the place. So when you get like a true American, I remember when we were in Glasgow, uh, oh, no, we were in Edinburgh and we were staying at this hotel and I was checking us in and the the girl goes, I'm so sorry to ask, are you from Texas? And I oh go, my gosh. no. And she goes, you have the most. I'm like, ugly accent. Yeah, awful. And she goes, she's like, no, it's not. I was like, no, 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 no. It's very in my nose. Like, yeah. I'm not from Texas. Like, she goes, it's I know, just though. so American. I was like, yeah. mm, I know. I, I literally sound like McDonald's French fries. Like, yes. it's fine. Like, <laughs> I truly, that's something I wanted to add because I forgot to put it in my list is I was so aware when I was over there and very, very conscious of it. And I think it's something everyone should know. I picked it up within five minutes of setting foot in Europe. You, as an American, are going to have to talk half the volume that you <laughs> naturally talk. Even if yeah. you don't think you're a loud or talkative person, you yeah. need to turn it down by at least 50, probably 60%. And I was so quiet the whole trip because <laughs> I didn't want to be the annoying American that stood out. I really wanted to blend in seamlessly. And I, and you noticed too, like I was with Dave and we were with other friends who had traveled a lot and kind of knew. And mm-hmm. we're all being quiet. And we would, I'll never forget, we're in Italy and we just hear, Buongiorno! Do you speak English? And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh, like just so loud. Oh my God. You know, turn it, turn it down. And Americans are just so cringy. It's like, we're so cringy. We're so like nails on the chalkboard. Yes. Cringy, just cringy humans, cringy government. Try your hardest not to be the shitty tourist. Oh my God. Quiet it down a little bit. It's no big deal. (laughs) It's no big deal. Um, how do you say hello or g- how do you say goodbye in German? Well, you could say auf Wiedersehen or you could say oh, tschüss. Right, yeah. Tschüss is the equivalent of like bye, tschüss. It's like 
T-S-C-H-U-S-S with like an umlaut or something. I can't really remember, but cheese. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How do you use, and then um, isn't it Donka Shane is thank you? Uh, Donka. Thanks, Donka. Yeah. And excuse me, isn't Schildegong, I think? Well. Or, or bitte, which is just like please. And then yeah. hello is like hello or, huh. you know, just hello. I love when, um, like, you know, T and I have friends named Grace and, Grace and Nico, and Nico mm-hmm. is from Germany. And so That's Grace right. is pretty fluent in German. Gosh, and Nico's a fluent in, let in me, English. I am not but, fluent nor good at German. Let me just get that out there. So any Germaners, don't be mad at me. But uh, he has, I need to get like a, a little like clip of him doing it and like put it in like our story or something. His Texas uh, impression is one of the funniest impressions I've ever heard in my whole life because it sounds like he is a bad KFC, KFC voice actor. Like, it's, Oh my God. It's so funny. And just like the fact that he thinks he is just the bomb.com at it. Yeah, killing it, like, killing that, that accent. Is that how you hear Americans? Because that is just terrible. It's so cute and so freaking hilarious. But I, I love when they speak German to each other. Like he'll say something really tiny in German and very quick. And Grace will answer very quickly in German. Whoa. And then they'll flip back to English. And I'm just like, oh my God, that is so like cool. My brain and Grace hurts. didn't know any German. I mean, she like knew a little bit. But, but like, like not like, enough living there. And, and then like her husband is, is German. Like she is like completely conversational like that's "That's so cool that is so cool yeah that's impressive i also can't imagine like people who move here from different countries um and you know they learn english and then when you go how do you say this in your in your native language and they forget yeah can you imagine forgetting english right no like i can't imagine also just a little precursor to anyone listening don't ever i'll come hunt you down if you ever lose patience with someone who English is not their first language, because oh how many God. languages do you speak? So if you don't You're speak barely one, <laughs> right? You barely speak one. So do not be impatient with people that English is not their first language. I just wanted to get that out. That's all. I know. I always say that to one of my coworkers because she speaks fluent Spanish, Portuguese, and English. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, she's always like, you know, my English is not very good. And I'm like, your English is phenomenal, amazing. You speak because three speak languages. Multiple languages. And she didn't learn English until she was in her like 40s. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so impressive. Like it's, that's unreal. It's unreal to me. It's it's so crazy. The the human mind can com- can just so much yeah, you put in there. You know what? Nuts. I know every word to the fairly odd parents theme song, yep. and yet Same. she knows every single English word. Like it's like Oh. priorities you know yes if, if our brains could remember anything the way it remembers song lyrics we'd be good to go <laughs> yeah seriously all right number two google- <laughs> <laughs> jesus google maps and google translate will be your best friends download the offline usage for both they will help you immensely yeah so just like we, did when we didn't use any app. um we didn't use any cellular data when we were there we just relied on wi-fi and we would download maps and whatever language on Google Translate and Google Maps, and then you're good to go. That's all you really need. Yeah. It helps yeah, you a lot when you can't figure something out and you don't know the language and you can just do that. And then they, you know, it works it's out well. crazy. And and Google Translate is so cool where you can just take a picture oh, of something. Yes. And it it's like, unbelievable. <laughs> it's so cool. It's saved Michael me a just, few times on different subways. I, oh, I bet. Michael mm-hmm. just used that with, he got um, a Korean barbecue thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a tiny little one. Um, And have you ever been to a Korean barbecue place? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just like that, but it, we have it in our house now. So we have one on our roof and, oh um, all the, um, the instructions were in like Mandarin and Japanese and in Korean. And so he was like, great, don't know how to use it. And then he, awesome. it, he looked at the Google translate, took a picture and bam, there's the instructions. In the oh, like amazing. Amazing. Technology, like use it. Oh, amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Number three. Ooh, this is one I didn't even think about. Oh. Beware of scams. Look up ahead of time common scams for tourists on YouTube. Yeah. And there's you, different you ones find videos. for every area, too. That's right. Also, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a cynical bitch. I just assume that anyone coming near me is going to rob me anyways. Like, oh, I sure. live in New York. I'm like, what do you what do you want from me? Get away from me. Get Like, what are you doing? Yep. So I, I was doing okay, but there are certain scams that you might not be aware of, especially if you don't live in a big city. Yeah. 
um, that you should like, there are scams in New York, like the, oh, like the Buddhists in Times Square that are not Buddhists or the people that nope. give you their CD, not, there's nothing in there. You pay 20 bucks, you get home. It's a blank CD, but things like that, you should look ahead of time. And there's usually videos on YouTube that will help you, but pretty much don't keep money in your open pockets, you know, keep it in like a zippered purse or fanny pack or in your bra. Like I did. Yeah. Um, one time I was in Times Square and this guy tried to stop me to ask me directions to mm. Shake Shack, which was like two blocks away. And, yeah. um, I didn't stop. I kept walking and I turned around and I kept walking backwards with like this girl in my sight line mm-hmm. that we were like, she was like looking at me and I was like, what do you need? And he's like directions to Shake Shack. And I was like two blocks that way. And he goes, you couldn't just stop and tell me. And I went, no, 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 no I don't owe you anything. No. Mm-mm. And you know how many times I've been stopped where my friendliness would get the better of me? Someone would be like, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And then they'd be like, can I have $20? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, get no. away from me. No. Away. No. No. So Remember the one time I stopped time? because somebody looked like they needed directions and he told me that he wanted to fuck me after we saw Oklahoma? Oh, that's right. It was disgusting. Jesus. So just, you know, be aware of the scams. Keep away from people. Yeah. Just use your brain. Trust your gut. Honestly. Trust your gut. Trust no one. Trust your gut and, and trust, trust nobody else. <laughs> Correct. Oh, God. Don't go home with somebody. Uh, yes, that too. Don't do that. Have you seen Taken? Don't do that. I was going to say, watch Taken. <laughs> watch Taken. Don't tell people where you're staying. Don't share taxes with people. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> okay, number four. Avoid tourist traps. It's fine to go visit something to see, but then move on. Find authentic restaurants to eat at. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I get it. There are things you want to see. I'm just a big proponent of, I don't like to even stay in hotels. I like apartments, Airbnbs. I like to feel as though I'm living in the city that I'm visiting and and I don't like tourist traps. Yeah. I feel you. So try your best. And I, as I, what I always tell people when they come to New York too, I'm like, if you're in Times Square and you want to eat, walk two avenues over to ninth, get out of Times Square and you'll find a don't lot of Don't eat an good, Applebee's. Don't eat an Applebee's or <laughs> Red Lobster or Olive Garden. Why are Did you I doing that? I tell you about my brother and my mom and I, we were, well, they were in town for Thanksgiving. And um, so my brother had the best first 24 hours in New York that you could ever imagine. Are you ready for it? Yes. So he gets there. We immediately go to late my, night with Seth Meyers. Amazing. Um, And we meet Seth and... Then we leave, immediately go meet another unnamed celebrity. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then um, we we get down because we – we went to – oh, we went to Rockefeller Center. Mm-hmm. And we went to Rockefeller. and then yeah, that's walked, what it would have been. Yeah, and then we walked Times Square. Like, we went over. We just walked everywhere. And then mm-hmm. my mom and my brother were like, I want to get a drink. And I said, let's just go to this Irish pub right here. And they go, no. And we went to the fucking Hard Rock Cafe. No. <laughs> Boo! No, no, you're okay, Butters. I'm not yelling at you. And then, and then the next morning, we saw the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So, like, oh. we had a great New York moment, except for the Hard Rock Hard Rock Cafe. Because guess what? The food at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York tastes exactly like the same as the food at the Hard Rock everywhere else. It's shit. It's shit. <laughs> go over tonight, but like, just try and get out of. You know, don't go to yeah. tourist traps. Don't you know? If you Google something where it's like best Paris restaurants and it's a blogger being like, I love Paris so much. Don't fucking listen to her. Don't go there. It's going to be overpriced. Ask ask the person who is like living next door to Airbnb. Like literally that's my next one. Oh, really? Number five. Yep. Oh, great. We'll just go right into it. Yep. Number five, chat up people at bars and such. You'll meet such amazing locals who will give you fantastic recommendations or you'll meet other travelers who will join you. Yeah, that's, I always ask Airbnb people like, where should I eat, blah, blah, blah. But when I was in Ireland with my mom, which by the way, I've never gotten hit on more in my life than I was <laughs> when I was in Ireland. I've never felt better about myself. And I think wow. I should just move there. I think, <laughs> I think that's where I'm meant to be. Yeah. Um, so I was there and this guy was hitting on me and we were having a good time. Now, granted, I was text, I texted my husband, a fiance at the time, I'm like, wow, everyone's hitting on me. This is really weird. And he's like, take your ring off, get some free drinks. You're sharing a hotel yes. room with your mom. Like, what are you going to do? You're sharing a hotel with your mother. Go get free drinks. Go have fun. And that's on trust, friends. And that's on trust and healthy relationships, y'all. Um, and so this guy and I were just talking. And then he he was really sweet. He's like, can I? I know you're only in town for a couple of days. Can I take you on a date tomorrow and show you the city? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm engaged, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and he's Irish. And he's like, oh, then did we just become best friends? And I was like, yeah, we did. And he's like, great. Where are you going next? I'll give you lots of recommendations. 
Oh, like, great. My and God. so he took my phone and just started writing down lists. He's wow. like, great, you're going to Galway next. You've got to hit this pub. It's my favorite one. And he would write it down and I would text him that I'm like, we're here. It's so much fun. He's like, great, wow. there's live music. So that's what you have to do. Yeah. Like chat sure. up, talk to people, get their recommendations. And that's yeah. so much better than any of the Applebee's in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're you're absolutely correct. Number six, pick your travel companions carefully. Not everyone who is your friend is good to travel with. You're correct. My friend Zoe went um, in, on an international trip with a friend, um, and it was the country that her friend was from oh. and had family there. And um, they were friends all throughout college, and that trip ruined their friendship because, like, the friend was like, aren't you so grateful like oh. that you have me like oh, and I see. stay like with my family. Aren't you so grateful? No, <laughs> no. So yeah, that, that trip was not good. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's not definitely, good. it's one of those things that you might love someone so much, but not everybody can travel together. I have friends that I was like, you could not pay me to travel with them. Yeah. And Dave and I, when we first started dating, we went on a trip to Mexico within like two months of meeting each other because we both had time off and we were, figured why not. Yeah. And after that trip, we both said that was way too early to go on a trip with someone, but at least we know we can travel together. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, that's, you know, sets us up for the future, but you can't, you can't always travel with everybody. Right. Michael and I got into so many fights on our international trip. Really? Yes. Like to a point where we were sitting in a pub in Glasgow where I was like, I don't know if I want to be with you. (laughs) (sighs) That's so interesting. It was bad. Well, and we realized it was just, it was a lot of stress because this trip was so quick. It was six days in Scotland. And then we had to to go to work. Pack it all in. in. Mm We were tired. We were hangry. He, I didn't like, like you'd like, just like you, you, we went on a trip so early in our relationship. We started dating in December and then, um, Scotland was in like June. So, right. Um, and that was my first ever international trip. So you just gave me a mini heart attack because I can see Brooke, but she can't see me and she's moving her hands and she has a ring on the, her middle finger in her left hand, but it flashed and it looked like a fucking engagement ring. And I almost lost my goddamn mind. Sorry. I almost threw the computer out the window screaming and then you moved it again. I was like, Oh, never mind. Okay. But I almost know. I will. I would assume it would be like a bridesmaid thing. Like, would you like some apple? I want some apple. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. But yes. So you were. This ring is actually. This this ring is from Scotland. It's cute. It looked like the way it flashed looked like a big honking engagement ring, and it caught me off guard. Oh, it's a thistle. It's a Scottish thistle. Um. But yes, you were fighting, and you were because you were trying to pack everything in. And like, I didn't know that him him being hungry is really bad. Oh, he gets like hungry. Like it's past hangry. Oh, I thought my brother was bad. You see, so you have to Michael, like, keep snacks for him now in your purse. I do. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Like to a point where he gets so short and snippy. Oh, and yeah. I, I remember we were going, we were going somewhere, and I said, "I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be treated like this. This is my dream trip. Like this oh. is my first international trip, and I don't deserve this." Yeah, sure. And uh, like. <laughs> You know, we walked around Glasgow. We had fun together. Like we were like taking pictures, going to shops and everything. And then when we finally sat down and like he was taking pictures of me and I have this in my letter and I'll delve on it more, but I really thought I was ugly. Like I truly thought Aww. like I was like, I'm, fat, I'm ugly. I don't look good. And so when he was taking pictures of me, I got really frustrated and he showed me one and I said, how dare you? I look terrible in that picture. Aww. And I was like so upset. And then we got into a huge fight about it. And it wasn't like a blowout. Like it was like me. No, but it's like, yeah, I like, I don't know if I can do this. And then we worked through it. And then we like, we had a great trip. Like it was perfect. And that, that that conversation needed to happen for our full relationship. Like, oh yeah. Like we probably wouldn't be together today if we didn't have that conversation. We didn't hash it out. Exactly. And when I look back on those pictures now of me in Scotland, I'm like, wow, I was really pretty. I was really beautiful there. Like we're really beautiful. So (laughs) there are beautiful pictures. Thanks. So it's just, mm, but it's, some people, it's, it's tough. Like some people you can't travel with. I'm very yeah. fortunate. Dave and I always, we, we travel the same way in that nothing really shakes us when we travel. Cause we're of the mindset where like, we're on vacation. Fuck it. Right. And we have like a system where it's like, we each pick one thing on the trip that we have to do. Yeah. And then each day we sit down, we're like, these are things I'd love to do. Let's try and get one done a day. 
Yeah. And then we're happy, but at least everyone gets the one thing that they have to do done. That makes sense. We're very fortunate, but you cannot travel with everyone. No. Number seven, you can do the whole thing in a carry-on. I promise you. Get packing cubes. My Four sister said the same exact thing yes, about she did. cubes. Yes, I will Four say that at the end. Weeks. Four and a half weeks and a wedding That's- and different climates. And I did it in a carry-on. So you can do it. You do not need much. And I still had makeup. I had things to get ready for this wedding. But get packing cubes, y'all. They're no joke. Um, you pack so lightly, though. Like, I do. I am everything. a light packer. I do. You, if true. you can carry it in a backpack, I you I bring will. a backpack. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like very true. You, you travel so lightly. I don't I, much. I like having options because sometimes I feel like mm, that doesn't look good on me today. Like I'm that type of girl. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. And I will say traveling in Europe, though, I can't tell you the amount of times I thought I'm so grateful I'm just in a carry-on because you're hauling up suitcases up five flights of windy, narrow Parisian stairs and through cobblestone streets and all this yeah. crap. And I didn't have to lug anything. I just had my little carry-on. Yeah. It was, it was, or like on a train in a foreign country, you're like, I don't really have to keep an eye on anything. Right. I keep it right with me. So, yeah. Michael and I took big suitcases, but the, and the only reason it worked is because we rented a car and we drove everywhere mm-hmm. in that same That would have been the only car. reason it worked. Right. Yeah. And so that's why we we're like, okay, we can pack like yeah. a big suitcase and we can take a small suitcase with us for gifts for our nieces and nephews. Like, cute. That was like the best thing is to was to rent the car and just take yes. the car everywhere. Was that's great. Fair. If we were staying in one country, like, yeah, don't do that in Europe, though. Don't drive around Europe. The trains are no. too nice. No, the trains are beautiful. Take the trains. Yeah. Oh my God. Nessie <laughs> keeps popping in here with her cone and she keeps yeah. hitting the <laughs> side. Hey, Bob, what's up? Yeah, Nessie just got spayed, up. friends. Finally, it's been a year and a half. Oh, she got her her lady part girl. taken. Baby She's doing girl. good. She's oh. recovering. I, I don't know how people do it with human babies, but I was literally like to the brink of tears. Oh, I know. when I I literally called the vet and they're like, oh, she just started surgery now. So I'm like, I oh. held my breath for about two hours. And oh, then baby. When, well, it's hard when it's especially like a dog or a kid where you're like, I can't give you relief. I can't like I can't help you. I can't help you, and I, I can't explain to. to you why I'm doing this to you. I know the poor thing, and she cried all night long her first oh. night, but now she's happy and she kind of loves her co, and it's really silly. Have to lay <laughs> she right feels, down. She feels like best. a beacon. <laughs> yeah, this is the best. I never have to lay my head down. It's already nope. down. Yep, it's already down always. All right, number eight. It's okay to take time away from your travel people and do your own thing. So. This was actually something that was tricky for me because I'd never been to Europe and Dave had. Dave has traveled everywhere because he's Australian and they right. do fun things. Yeah. And so he, I was kind of attached to his hip and he was kind of taking the lead. And when we went to Germany, he wasn't feeling well one day. And I really, really, really wanted to go see Dachau, the concentration camp. Yeah. And he was like, well, why don't you just go? And I and was you're like, like, I was like, yeah, why don't I just go? And I was like, I speak enough German to get by. Yeah. I... I was like, I understand how the subway system works. It was an hour on the subway and then an hour long bus. And I was like, I bet I could do it. So I put my headphones on and I was, and then I spent a, a very sombering day completely alone at the concentration oh. camp. And I was so grateful that I was what alone. A gr- I what a great crying. experience. It was unbelievable. I cried a few times and I cried and this woman came and like held my hand and we cried together at one point. And I don't even think wow. she spoke English. Like it was just a, ve- we were in the gas chambers together. I started crying really, really hard and she came and held my hand and we cried together and it was really sombering to be alone and to really take it in. But then even apart from that, I was I felt so accomplished having gone by myself in a foreign country. Granted, I spoke enough of the language, but still it, I, I felt so refreshed and I got to do something I wanted to do. And Dave and I got space away from each other yeah. because after you know four weeks, you're snipping at each other even if you don't mean to. Um, but don't be afraid to do that. It's, it's empowering, I think. And I think it's something a lot of women need to hear because we're yeah. often told it's not safe, but I was perfectly safe. I actually had a lot of people ask me for directions. And just had to keep saying in, in German, I just said, I'm so sorry, my German is terrible. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's okay. And then they would just walk out. But you can you can take time for yourself. Or ha- other way around, say, you know, I don't want to go out today. I want to chill in the hotel room and sit in the spa and sit by the pool and take a day. Do that. Can you uh, – it's just like – I'm just thinking about you going to the concentration camps and oh. like holding somebody's hands in the gas chamber. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that that existed it's- is brutal. It's, it's the hardest thing I think I've ever done. That's I, and the thing, 
And my dad asked me, he's like, did you take any pictures? I said, I took one picture and it was of the gate walking in. And then I felt it was wildly inappropriate to take any other pictures. There's history and books for that one. I was getting so mad at seeing how many people are taking selfies. and <gasps> have When people take really- selfies in front of the mm-hmm. World Trade Center um, fountains, I want to just throw their phones into it. Like, it was making me... It's infuriating. It was making me sick. And it there's was... One, there's one thing about taking a photo of the yes. memorial uh, that is so fine, taking a photo of a name. family photo is so inappropriate. And I was, I had rented um, one of the audio tours. Oh, yeah. So I had a little thing and I could walk up to something and press a button. It would tell me about it. I spent, I think, like seven hours there all day. I went through every nook and cranny and I was so moved by it. I'm so, so grateful I went. But it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I'm so glad I was alone for it. I don't think I would have had the same experience. Did you go to the Anne Frank house? No. Man. No, we weren't. That, that's, oh, no. a, that's, that's on like a bucket my list. list thing for me. Me too. Yeah. But it was it was um a very, very sombering experience and very um I think everyone should do it once in their life. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell anybody it's easy or fun because it's not. No. But it is um like there were a couple of times I, I almost got sick and like the, this is like if anyone doesn't want to hear this, fast forward 15 seconds. There is a museum in which they had a box, a, a giant clear box that's probably the size of an average desk full of wedding rings top to bottom. And oh I my God. had to leave the museum because I was like, the, that each one of those rings represents a person and that's not even a portion of these people. Yeah. And it, it's really it's really haunting, but it's something everyone should do. And, and Dave had already seen it, which is why he was like, I still want you to really go. I've already been to Dachau. I was here last time I was through, but you should still go. And I'm so, so grateful that I did. So yeah, that's, that's what that is. Ha- you know, do things you want to do. Even if your group is like, no, have, have the, the guts to say, I'll, I'll, it's important to me. I'll do it on my own. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really great experience to do something, especially something like that, like right. by yourself, like a life experience. It's incredible. That's a life experience. Yeah. Incredible in a haunting, horrible way. <sighs> oh yeah. Number nine, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Try things you never thought you'd do. You won't regret it, and you'll have some amazing experiences. What's okay, a, so just give gonna, me an example? This is a hard left to a more lighthearted um, okay. sentiment. So we Dave and I, towards, right? It's it's pretty fucking funny. So Dave and I, we were towards the end of our trip, we were snipping at each other because if you spend twenty four hours, a, I mean, we all know now with COVID, heyo. But you know, four and a half weeks with someone, yeah. and you're traveling and it's stressful, and we were both getting just tired. We weren't snapping at each other, but we were tired, so we decided let's take a day. And we were in the Alps, or I don't remember if we were in Austria or Germany. I I don't really remember. And Dave was like, let's go to this lake and we'll just spend the day at the lake. I'm like, great. We had rented a car. We're like, great. We'll drive to the lake. As we're driving there, Dave's like, I actually found like what's the equivalent of like a YMCA. They're supposed to have a really nice rooftop pool and a sauna. Do we just want to go there? It's overlooking the lake. I said, sure, let's do that. We'll just buy day passes. So we get there and, uh, we go to check in and the woman in German is like, oh, uh, no clothes. And I was like, um, what? She's like, yeah, uh, when you get up to the top floor, uh, there's it's no clothes allowed. You have to take your clothes off and shower. And I look at Dave and I was like, oh, it's a it's a nudist spa. And he's like, are we going to do this? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't know anybody. Let's go to this nudist spa. We're right. never going to see these people again. Yeah, we're never going to see them again. So we get there. We shower. At first, I'm so Im- – it's the most beautiful thing. There's no cameras, obviously, because it's a nudist spa. Clearly. It is the, I wish I could have taken a picture because you are in the fucking mountains and there's like an outdoor overlooking wow. infinity pool to the mountains. I saw so many saggy dicks though. <laughs> I saw so many saggy penises and uh, it was, and it was actually really nice. I was really self-conscious about it. I don't even wear bikinis right. and I went and it was kind of really nice because I would realize even as people walked by me, I'm like, wow, you have what's quote unquote the perfect body. And even you've got cellulite or like you sit down and you have body rolls too. And then, because you know, I see people who looked much different than me fully embracing their bodies and was like, wow, I'm so at ease here. And also no one's looking at me. No one right. gives a shit. And, you know, we'd walk in together and there'd be like a, a naked couple in their fifties and they'd be like, oh, hello. And we'd be like, hello. And then we just all sit naked together in a sauna. And it wow. was- Love it that. was adults only, obviously, like 18 only. And they had like a water slide. If you want to do that, you had to put a swimsuit on and go down to the kids' pool. But I would have never in a million years gone to a nudist spa. Yeah. It was probably the best day I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was amazing. And it was an amazing experience. And it's That's awesome. 
but I almost died. And she's like, yeah, no clothes. I was like, where did you take me? I don't even wear oh my God. bikinis. And you want me to go to a nudist spa? Wow. But it was, it was great. It was really nice. The, the, I, I would feel the same way as you. I think I don't think I would have had the balls to stay. Like, and I, I wish I would. It was amazing. I stayed for, we stayed till it closed. That's awesome. We just read our books. Grace and I went into the sauna at uh, Equinox and oh. she was like, you don't, I've, I had never been in a sauna before. Besides, like, so you didn't know like, you go naked. Yeah. Well, beside one, like at like a rich friend's house where we all wear right. bikinis, you know? Right. Like the um, one friend. Yeah. The one friend who has the sauna. Um, And she's like, no, you go naked. And I was like, Really? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, like, you do. Okay, <laughs> okay great. <laughs> oh. So that's my 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 very small comparable experience. Same thing. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. Don't even worry about it. Same thing. Okay. Oh my god. Life is too small to be stuck in one place. The minute all this COVID nonsense is over, get your ass to the pl- places you've always wanted to go ASAP. Love me. Yeah. Like I always tell Dave, I like, when this is done, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And we have a list of places we want to go. So. Yeah. If we're ever allowed there, because Americans aren't allowed, allowed anywhere. Again. I said to Dave yesterday, I go, you know, we could just leave. We could yeah, just go to could. Australia. And he's like, no, we should stick it out. I'm like, no, I feel like I told my best friend. I'm like, I feel like we're at the part of A Handmaid's Tale where she's begging her husband to leave because they've told her that women can't deal with money, but her husband doesn't take her seriously. And so they get stuck. I feel like that's where I'm at currently. Yeah. And you know that the part of Handmaid's Tale that really like I had to pause it and like be like, oh my God, when because I watched it. No, when um, they, I believe they were, they they were at a, a rally. And then they just they started shooting at the protesters and then watching these protests for Black Lives Matter happen. And then the police cars like driving into the people yeah. or um, the the young couple in Atlanta who got tased, like oh. pulled out of their cars and tased it. Like I had like flashbacks to that to oh. that episode. And I'm like, yeah. we're here. Like, yeah, it's happening. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. You ready for my letter? Yeah, let's do it. It's great. Everything's great. We're all going to travel again one day. It's going to be great. Okay. Dear me. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Dear me. Oh. Hey, yeah, I, I have, I have always do this to me. And I always do says, it says nope. in an aggressive. Let me, Let me try. Okay. Let me try. This is the second or third time you've done this to me. Dear me. Hello there, wee lassie. Are you ready to change your fate? You know what? I'm going to give myself a solid C minus for that. That was great. That was really good. These good degrees. I said it to do it in an aggressively Scottish accent. Yeah, that's it. I think she did did good. I I did all right. Okay. Are you ready to take your very first and only so far international trip? Let's go to Scotland. I know. I know. It's been your dream for a long time to head there. And it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. I am so excited for you, but I will warn you, it is far from perfect. Though there are many more moments I wish I could live over and over and over and over again. Here is what I wish I knew before I took an international trip. Number one, that was a great one. The day before you try to leave, the day before you leave, try and stay up as late as possible and then take a melatonin on the flight over. It's going to be incredibly uncomfortable and unglamorous. You are going to be pinned between Michael, which isn't so terrible as you do love him, and a man who unfortunately will not only take up his whole seat, but also half of yours. Just Hmm. sleep. As you know, Michael is very cranky when he is tired and uncomfortable. Don't take it too personally. Just get him some food. I hate that. I, it, he was having middle seat. My thing, and like middle seat gets both armrests. Both. Listen, middle get seat both. gets both armrests. Both. You know he, why? Because we're sandwiched between two fucking strangers. He took window gets the window. Aisle gets the aisle. The whole, Ugh. like his whole side, my whole side, and half my side. Like it was. It was terrible. You know, I've become a strong, independent woman in that I originally used to always immediately take the middle seat because Dave is six, you know, million feet tall. And I realized, I finally told him, we were in Europe at one point. He's like, do you want to switch 
for one. I was like, actually, yeah, I do. I do. I am sick of being in the middle seat. Yeah. I am sick of the fact that I am five one. I always get stuck in the middle seat. I want a window seat for once. And if I wasn't here, you might have been stuck in the middle seat anyway. So yeah, you can have an uncomfortable trip for once. And he was like, Jesus, okay, I just asked. I was I'm happy to do it. I don't know why you're so angry. But yes, you're right. It sucks. Sometimes, ugh, middle seats suck. Did I ever tell you about the one time? I don't remember where we were coming back from, but Michael, one of us got upgraded to first class and one of us got upgraded to like business class. Premium. Oh. And um, premium economy or business. Yeah, like Delta Plus or whatever. Hell yeah. And um Michael said, Can I take the first class? And I said, That's fine. Like, I don't require a lot of room. Yeah, I'm like, pretty good on a flight. I can sleep anywhere. Like you better brought you back free drinks every five seconds though. Listen, I texted him going, Hey, there's a really cute girl in like six D who like really would love a Prosecco. Do you, you think, go. do you think he got me a Prosecco? <gasps> Did he not get you a fucking Prosecco? No, he fell asleep. <gasps> he didn't even get Sir. a himself. So wait a second. He went to first class and fell the fuck asleep. What's the point? That's so rude. I got upgraded on the way home from Australia, just me to like the equivalent of first class because I bid for it. <gasps> I, it was the most, I drank so Magical. much. I ate so much. I was like second dinner, third dinner, fifth <laughs> dessert. Let's do it. Wow. That's amazing. I, yeah. I'm like, I, I am not here to play checkers. I am here to take advantage of every single second. Yeah. Who so needs to sleep? I told him, I said, if we ever get upgraded, one of us, yeah. I get it's it. Me. Correct. It's me. Correct. And I will send the cute half Vietnamese boy his Prosecco. Without thinking. Without You'll thinking. You'll deliver to yourself. I'll do it. I'll oh, dress up. I'll Jesus I'll God. kill the stewardess and take her costume. Stove. And then what kind of I will. Stove. <laughs> and then Fire. I will bring it back to him. Like, oh, my God. Rude. 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 But he loves me in many other ways. He does, but that was rude. <laughs> Number okay. two, you can never take too many photos. When you are living in the moment, it's amazing, but find a split second to snap a photo. Yeah. Yeah. And like, don't seek out the like perfect photo. Yeah. It, don't worry about that. It doesn't exist. Just like if you see a moment, like, you know, Michael's looking off into the distance in the aisle. I sky. love Boom. those pictures. Yep. Boom. Take like, a picture like that. Because like in the moment you feel like I, I constantly think about this. I don't know if you do. I was in a, a couple weeks ago. I was in a pool. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And Ew. I was doing a handstand and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? 28 years old doing yeah. handstands. It, 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 at why a pool. am I upside down at 28? At, with go huge goggles on. Um, but like, I was like, this moment is happening now. And in, in about four hours, I'm going to be inside, like taking a shower, like getting everything mm -hmm. off. But like, I, I like looked at under the water and I was like, I'm experiencing this right now. Like, yeah. and I had a very existential moment underneath yeah. the water. <laughs> Letting yourself enjoy a moment. Oh, I lost you. I can't hear you anymore. Did you mute yourself? It's just me now, everybody. I'm alone. Oh, nope. Still nothing. She's frantically pressing a button. Nope. Uh, Oh, it's a sad face. I'm going to read her letter without her, with no commentary from Brooke at all. This is T's show now, bitches. She might she might click out of this. We'll see if she does. We could play charades. Okay, bye. And we'll just add it all together. Put it all together. That's why we roll. She's back. I'm back. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I like hit the microphone very slightly. And, and it didn't like that. Number three. Speaking of photos, it's okay if you don't feel beautiful in every single one of them. You kind of have a breakdown in a pub in the middle of Glasgow because you felt you feel so helplessly ugly and depressed. What a beautiful place to have a breakdown, right? Truth is, you look at each photo now and think, wow, I looked really good then. You are not taking them to share with the world. You are taking them to share with yourself later to look upon those moments and smile. That's a really good point. The pictures yeah. are for you. They're for me and they're for like to show like my family and like right. my friends who, who are care. like, yeah, like it's, they don't care. And right. like, I don't know. I just like, I, it, it stems from being in the princess world for so yes. long of like needing to look perfect in photos in order to keep my job. Oh, like, that's so, but yeah, um, I get it. And you know, that's, that's what you sign up for, like essentially. So, um, it just, it, I didn't realize how much it has affected like in my everyday life to mm -hmm. the point where like, I don't like pictures of myself. I don't like videos of myself. Like I don't like it. And yeah, one day I hope to like, like it again and like how I look and how I feel. 
But like, even then, you know, that was back in 2018 when we Mm -hmm. went on that trip. And I look beautiful then. Yeah. And you look beautiful now. But I get it. I get what you're saying, though. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah, they're for you. Like, take those photos for you. And then, yeah, if you like find this perfect photo that you just want to be like, this is heaven and put it on online, then Then do it. By all means, do it. By all means, share your incredible experience, but like, take photos and memories for yourself. And you know what I also did in Scotland that I didn't include in this letter? What? I made a music video. Yeah, bitch. And it was really fun. Um, Michael took photos with his iPhone. Um, and his regular camera and his, um, uh, what's it called his drone. Mm-hmm. And I did, um, touch the sky from brave the, I will ride, I will fly that song. Oh, right, 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 right. And, um, I have still have not posted it. It's done. Oh, we sent it. But me. yeah, well, it's the, the singing, I, I need to do the singing part again because it doesn't exactly line up with my mouth but um the whole video is done like cut and everything i can send you the video without any sound done i want (laughs) that i'm gonna send it back with other sound one day i will finish it done (laughs) and i will post it because it took a lot of that's your quarantine activity for the next four months get that done okay (laughs) okay (laughs) number four spend as much time as you can in local small towns The cities are so cool and so different, but your whole life is a city. You talk to locals and they say, what are you doing here when you live in the coolest city in the world? It's honestly true. New York has everything. NYC has everything. So use the time you have to travel to small places. Portree, am I saying that right? Portree? Yep, Portree. In the Isle of Skye will become heaven to you. You feel like you have stepped out of reality and into a dreamland and you truly feel like you belong. You're right. It's the reason, no offense, I hated Dublin. Sorry, Dublin. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I showed up there and I was like, oh, it's 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 uh, it's the same as New York. Uh, got it. Let's uh, move on. Yeah, that's how I felt about especially Glasgow. Now, Edinburgh was yeah. a little different because of like it's very rich in history. So is Glasgow, but you have to really dig down to find it. Um, and I had a friend, uh, my friend Jamie, who worked with me. Uh, he was one of my Christophs at Frozen. He's from Glasgow. So I wanted oh, to see okay. where he was from. Absolutely. And he like gave me some restaurant recommendations. And it was really oh, fun. We went to probably, like why you loved it so much too. Yeah. And I did. And I loved my time there. And we went to like the, the botanical garden in Glasgow mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. And, um, but if I could do the trip all over again, I would just spend all six days in the Isle of Skye. Yes. All of and them. now you can go back. Yeah. Now but I'm really with you. Whatever. I've always found I've been more disappointed by big cities than smaller towns yeah we want to bring nessie to scotland and have her run around with the sheep and then Uh we're going to take her to loch ness yes do it do it do it do it (laughs) number five don't feel bad to take a rest day even if you were only there for less than a week the day spent in glasgow with michael in bed in the fancy hotel watching reruns of friends before binging on some of the best lobster you've ever eaten is a favorite memory from the whole trip yeah, we were so tired and we yeah. were so and that was I believe that was like the day after we got into that fight in the pub and we had we really thought we had seen everything we wanted to see and our our Airbnb wasn't available in Portree until the next day. Okay, so we made re- reservations for this like really nice place in Glasgow that had such good crab and lobster. Mm. Holy shit. And um, but the whole day we spent like in our big fluffy bathrobes mm-hmm. in in bed ordering oh. uh, room service. And we watched reruns That's of amazing. Friends. And it was it was so it was your perfect. version of the spa. It was. It yeah, very much like it's was. your it was like, refreshing version. It's like you need to hit reset. And like honestly, I believe mine and Michael's favorite spot in the whole world is our bed. Like is oh. a bed together. Your like bed that's is really comfy though. Fuck yeah, I sleep it. in our bed when I sleep over there. It's not weird. We're adult friends. We're adult friends. Really, we're adult friends. We're, it's so comfy. comfy. So like, I feel like that was like a really big thing for us was I, we should like, when, whenever we go traveling somewhere, I, I always, like, we just need a rest day. Like yeah, we like need a day, where, a rest day where we can snuggle up, do whatever the fuck we want and not mm-hmm. feel bad that we're doing that in another country. Like right. Right. The, the whole trip is about your feelings and your emotions. And especially when we were first dating, it was about getting to know each other more. Right. And so that was like really important. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Number six, 
Your mom told you when you travel anywhere with a time change, do not think about what time it is in the US. Do not do the math. Just immediately internalize the new time and stick to it. Your body's internal clock will adjust quicker. Yeah. She, you know what? She I, always just said, get off the plane, look what oh, time it is. That's what time it is. Do not you know even what think, I do. Oh, it's like 8 a.m. in US. The minute yeah. I get on the plane, I change my phone to wherever I'm going and I try and yeah. sleep with that schedule on the plane. So when I'm going to Australia, granted, Australia is different, but when I'm in Australia, I will Australia take, an, I will take an ambient and maybe like a glass of wine at about mm, 2 p.m. U.S. time because I'm trying to get on. And it helps massively. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. So just like get on that time as quickly as you can. Otherwise, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Also, if anyone uh, of drinking age, if you are 21 or older or 18, if you are in Europe and you are looking for a nice drink towards the end of the night to give you a few more hours, an espresso martini is the way oh. to go. I got introduced to one in Australia on my first day there, first trip ever when I was fading from jet lag and my beautiful sister-in-law was like, I got you, drink this giant chocolate milk essentially. It was, so it, that's like a nice evening if yeah. you want like an extra hour or two. But um, only if you are of drinking age, children. Michael makes the best espresso martini. Shut up. He does? Yes. I'm. Oh my God. Next time I'm no. over when this is all done, can he make me one and can I drink it on your roof? Fuck yeah. Fantastic. Can't wait. Oh, it sounds like a vacation. This is where I'm traveling next to Brooks Roof. <laughs> yeah, that's an international travel. That's an international travel. All right. For sure. Oh, number seven so good. I can't believe anything about this. Number seven, try local foods, no matter how gross it sounds. Yes, you try haggis. And yes, it is a little strange, but you did it. Win in Rome, right? Or I guess in this case, win in Scotland. <laughs> what did it taste Just like? do it. Uh, it just kind of tasted like sausage. Yeah. It just like it's more the, the thought of, of it. What it is. Mm-hmm. And like just like the way, how it's encased in a sheep's stomach. And that's just how. Right. So it's like, honestly, it's just like that. And I had like haggis and eggs like yeah. at, like the morning we left. And it was oh. great. Like it was good. It was yeah. kind of like it was kind of weird, but it was good. Like oh, the food. Have it. Guys, the food. Except except for Germany. I'm so sorry, Germany. I literally <laughs> love everything about you. I love you so much. I would move in a heartbeat. Your food is not my favorite. It's quite heavy. But it's Italians, very heavy. Man, Italians, man, they got it. They figured it out. I would yeah. give my left leg for this bowl of pasta I had in this little. I, I, well, mm. but try the food, y'all. Try little yeah. things. Okay. Oh, this is cute. Number eight, make an epic playlist that matches the culture you are in. Winding through the Highlands with Michael while listening to bagpipes was absolutely movie worthy. I wish I could relive those moments over and over. That's really funny. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought about that. We like I I had a whole playlist of um like Scot Scottish uh folk music oh. and um uh the Braveheart soundtrack is really good. Um and then oh, there is uh there was a, a playlist that I actually listened to for like the next year after that was like your favorite Scottish coffee house folk music oh. and I was like that's my jam it was get on really, that it was really great like oh. it was so fun and it and listening to the the soundtracks of like braveheart and brave and um outlander like all oh, that yeah, just yeah. reminds me of that time that we oh, were there so my it four was, and a half weeks in europe i was reading outlander the whole time Right, yeah. That's it's, so funny. And I had never seen it at that point, right. but I had had the soundtrack on my phone. Oh. Like I and it was so beautiful and I loved it. And then it wasn't until I came back that I started watching Outlander and I was right. like, "Wow, I've been there." You're like, <laughs> I know it. I know it. Your experience with international travel is limited, but what you have done was so incredible. Our world is so huge and you've only seen so little of it. Let's hope we can branch out again soon and see those highlands again. They are truly magical. Love me. If you had to name three places that are on your bucket list when this dumpster fire is finally put out, mm-hmm. where do you want to go? I want to go to, I want to go back to Portree like, Fair. and just spend Fair. two weeks in the same cabin we were in. Ooh, I I'll will go with show you. you pictures. Like, I'll go with you, bitch. Great. Done. Cool. Scotland's on my fun. list. I'll go with you. Um, I would like to go to Germany and I would like to, I will um, take you to Germany. Well, I told you my 30th was going to be Oktoberfest in Germany. Right. Yeah. But since Oktoberfest is canceled this year, it will probably be canceled next year or super crazy. So my 32nd birthday, Oktoberfest in Germany. Yeah. Hey-o. yeah. And, um, 
I so I really would love to do the whole Germany thing, seeing the Anne Frank house, going mm-hmm. to the different concentration camps, like just seeing that he, that part of history. Um, I would re- I would really it would it would mean a lot. And then um, New Zealand, oh, like New Zealand's on yeah. there. Like I New love, Zealand's on my list. I love just green. Like green is me. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I like give off a green forest green aura. Yeah, like, and so it just that whole vibe and honestly i don't even like lord of the rings sorry nerds but like i either it's okay that that aesthetic is so perfect in my very cottage core and i love it for all those tiktok kids the cottage core um so i don't know i just think i that's so scotland is that for me and new zealand is that for me and i feel like germany is so different in that Germany's really so i i want that history lesson yeah I and also, I like the vibe of Germany. You'd like that a lot too. It's yeah. like a city, but cooler. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, I need to read my sister's oh, yeah. bits because my sister's been to like over 30 countries. I will ask her. She's asleep now because you know she lives in the Middle East. She literally lives in a foreign country. And um, and like my nephews have been to like 12 countries already or something crazy. Gosh. So I need to I need to ask her the because I'm probably exaggerating the numbers, but I might not be. Okay. So I told her just give me some quick tips. So she said, general tip, interact with the locals as much as you can. You can learn cool places to visit or places to get great food from a local way better than a guidebook. Number two is be open to changing your plans and don't try to cram a ton in. Just enjoy the area and the people and the food. It's not about checking off boxes of things that you saw. Right. Less is more when it comes to traveling, especially with kids. Just pack essentials. Don't bring a rolly suitcase. Carry a backpack. Nice. Packing cubes are the greatest invention ever. Yes, bitch. They absolutely are. (laughs) Unless your vacation is, unless your vacation is your hotel, get the cheaper place. All you need is a clean bed and a clean shower. I want to travel with her. She sounds right up my alley for traveling. I I always said that her and her husband needed to do the um the the what was that the race one amazing amazing race. race yeah. Um, be bold and pick new places you would never thought think to go. The Middle East, for example, cough, cough, brook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know. She, um, her and her kids just took a trip to the Dead Sea. And, uh, like, they've been so many times because they live right by it. And they did this just, they went as, like, a family and family friends all went to the Dead Sea together. Oh, this, like, like, two weeks ago, not even. Oh, and so I'm like, oh, I'm so freaking jealous. And then they like, you know, they've taken their kids to Petra because Petra's right there. Oh That's God. one of the seven wonders of the world. Like it, they went to the they went to Egypt. They have the um, I have pictures of my nephews with the uh, pyramids. Oh, like, my God. So crazy. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah, man. She travels a lot. Like That's a lot. Amazing. I'm very jealous. She's been to so many places. And she went to when we were figure skaters, she traveled internationally. Um, she did a competition in Prague in the Czech Republic. And then she also did a competition in Berlin. And wow. I did not get to go. <laughs> You're like, I was not there. I wasn't there. And it That's rude. That's so rude. That's rude. That's rude. Like rude, rude. Uh, the fact that my first trip was in my m- mid twenties. I know. I feel. I felt the same way. I mean, my family didn't go anywhere though, so I have nothing. I can't say like you took my other sister, but hmm, rude. Me. rude. Rude. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if my brother has been outside of the country ever, except for Canada and Mexico. Like, uh, I really don't think so. He's I'll gotta ask go. him. He's got to go. <laughs> He's got to go. He's got to do it. You know what my three would be? Oh, yes, please. On my list currently, I really want to go to Alaska because I'm reading a lot of books about it and it sounds beautiful. And you can see Russia from your house. You can see Russia from my house. I really want to go to uh, Tokyo. Mm, Oh, that's a good one for me too. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And then I really want to go to um, Cape Town. Mm. Like those are the three. And I want to go to India and like, but I don't know where. I want to go to Vietnam. Oh, I do too. Michael and I really want to go to Vietnam. Heck yes. Oh, 
Yeah. I can't wait till this is done and we can travel again. I know. And Tokyo is one of those that's like, take me to the city. Like, yes. That's, like, that's a, so that cool. is so different. That's a like, cultural fine. experience. Take me to that city. Put me in one of those little hotels that look like a morgue. I'm in. I'm here to win it. I'm here. I'm here for here. it. Take me to a dinner where robots perform for me. Take me. I am all in. I'm all about it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Well, uh, well that's this is a fun episode. This was fun. Now I want to like look at all my pictures again. Yeah, exactly. When, wine. when, when I was like, what should we what should we do that for tonight? It was or this episode. I'm like, oh, you know what I was thinking about? Scotland. Done. About my time in Scotland. Done. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, and I um I have a proposal for future episodes for you that I um so when is usually back back to school is usually end of August, beginning Not of September, September, right? Yeah. I would like to do my mom kind of said this to me um, and she was she was going at it as for the more like Black Lives Matter and learning about history and the correct history. Yes. So um, but I would also like to branch out and do other um, aspects of history as well that we maybe were taught wrong. Oh. I would like to do what I wish I knew about. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> I'm so in for this because I'm so, lear- I want to learn things, too. We need topics. I would. I I have one so far, and if anybody knows um, or has like would like to research with this with me, it's something that's um, it's really it's really terrible in the black community. Do you know about redlining? Mm-mm. Redlining is where um, the city would zone uh, a red line where black humans were not allowed to um, rent property, and so that is how we got all these um, like inner city and high crime oh. areas is because of redlining. So that was never taught in school no. about like s- during like segregation and the civil rights movement, all that, that was never taught. And my mom told me about it because she knows a lot about it. And she was like, do you not know about this? I was like, no. <sighs> and so that was, that's going to be one of my topics. Yeah. Okay. And, but I think that when we do it, we don't have to do the same topic. We well, and we could also else. we could switch off each each where it's like we each teach the other person about a subject. That's we good. could switch off too because mm-hmm. I I remember I will never forget when we were in school and I learned about the Japanese concentration camps that we had and I was like why why is this not do you not know about this? Oh, no, oh, I mean I do, but, but I like not I enough. No, I don't know enough about it. Right. Like like stuff like that. This is a brilliant idea. I'm all in for this. Yeah. So like so if you guys I, have like, topics, that's like a back to school. But honestly, like. That we could do this more like often. A, absolutely, it could be like a once a month thing. Or, but if you guys have topics, it's like what I what I wish somebody taught me. Like, yes, like what so I many wish, like or what why, I need. Why do we celebrate Christopher Columbus? Like, right. why? Like, awful. what? It's 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 it boggles my mind. So it's just like it's all these really different things. Susie Claus, thank you Susie so much. Claus. She's Goodbye. always she's coming bearing gifts to the pod. Look at her. She Look goes, at her. I know you and T may, may not think you guys have a big platform, but you do. And you can teach these kids. I was like, my thanks. And even if we only teach one kid, that's still that's, a kid that's taught. That's, that's one kid. Oh, if that's you guys have any about. topics you'd like us to cover or letters you want to send us, you can email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. And I promise we'll start doing mini episodes soon. We're just yeah, late. We're, you know what? We don't feel like it right now. I just don't feel but like you still send letters. I still read them when they cut. I still read them. Yep. And uh, we will eventually do them. Like we will do them once we once will do we them. Meet up and do them. Like we used to do them in marathons where we'd get like five or six done at a time. On time and it's harder now. Right. It's easier. So they, they will come back. Keep sending us letters. I pinky promise. A pinky promise. We love you guys. We love you. Goodbye. It's Courtney. Baby bye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you. Just for taking a chance on a new podcast. Have a suggestion for a letter? Or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at dearmelovemepodcast, Twitter at dmlmpodcast, and you can find us on Facebook too. Thanks for listening. Love.